Okay, hi everybody. So welcome. Um, I won't. We have a lot to discuss. A lot, a lot. I just want to do a quick review. I think it's a good time to review as we're going to get into a new thing. So let's just review. We're in week, I believe, eight of our twelve or so weeks of this important topic. The first two weeks we tried to come in touch. We said before you start dealing with hakpada, you have to realize you have them. Uh, and come in touch with them, etc. So that was basically what we spoke about the first two weeks. Some more serious ones, less serious ones, more deeply ingrained, the everyday hakpada, the daily hakpadas, etc. And then over the last uh, five or six weeks, we've had a tremendous trip over all the different areas of human activity and in our working on hakpada. And we found that uh, we kind of ran into it, but it's interesting to note that there are three places to work on Hakpad, it's in our Machshav, it's in our Dibar, and our Maisa. And of course, those are three areas that the Swarm always talk about as the areas of human activity, our Machshava, our Dibar, Maisa. In fact, I don't think I mentioned last week, but the Tanya, I believe, speaks about it in the Pasik in Dvarim. Uh, I think it's in Yitzavim. Kikarva lecha hadavar ma'od beficha ubovavcha lasos. Right, it's very close to you, which is either referring to Torah according to certain Mepharshim, or talking about Tshuva according to other Mepharshim. It's close to you. Torah is close to you. Tshuva is close to you. Where is it? Beficha in your mouth, which is Dibor, which is Machshava Lasos, which is Asiya. So, I, so I was reminded recently that the uh, Tanya is Masmich this idea in the Pasik. Plus, talking about all of them, all of them together, etc. But we do see these ideas, and that's a very excellent and very important. Just because we got to that, I want to, for those who aren't used to that terminology, remember it because you'll see it come up a lot. And the reason you see it come up a lot is it's it is because it's important. And that's really a person can always be judging himself, just like you have uh, Torah Avod and Milas Chasadim is a famous three. An Avram Yitzchak and Yaakov is a famous three, right? Am, am I acting like an Avram? Am I acting like a Yitzchak? Am I acting like a Yaakov? A person can also keep that in mind for himself. Hey, how's my machshava? How's my Dibur? How's my mice? And some people naturally uh, um, drift to one or another. I'm, I'm an active person. Yeah, okay, but how are your machshavas? Whatever, that's not important. Well, I'm, I'm a real scholar. I love to... I love to think about things a lot. I'm a philosopher. Okay, good, but how's your mice? Ah, whatever. Or I'm really good at those two things. How is your Dibur? My Dibur, Lashnar is, you know, I say a lot of offensive things, but I really don't think anything nasty to people and I don't hit anybody and I never do anything negative. Okay, but your Dibur is Keferlach. Okay, so now that was just, that, that was Baruch Hashem, we ran into that. I didn't mean to get there. It's very cool uh, that we did get there. Now, in terms of quick review, in terms of the Machshava, we had about seven different ideas. Generally, the whole idea of donning the Kavskus. We tried this idea that no one means anything today. That was from the Tzaddik to C. Meyer. Um, we, we spoke about the idea it's not their fault. A lot of people aren't trained well, right? Uh, and different are, people are trying in different areas. They're busy. That's why sometimes they speak and do things in an offensive way. Uh, another makshav we had was you make plenty of mistakes yourself, right? And we're just not sensitive to our own faults. And sometimes we even see our faults as malod, as good things. We're a bit off in that. And when it's used by other people, we see their faults. And some people, it could be our ma'ala areas that we're very, very careful with people, which is terrific. And it could be theirs that they're not so careful, but it's but but they might be a much stronger in another area than us. Uh, we mentioned the idea from the al-sheikh that one day you will be your own judge. So you better learn to be gentle. Um, 
And then, of course, uh, a week or two after that, we mentioned this very far-reaching idea that so often you just, the story is wrong. All that was, hey, he did something wrong, but he doesn't mean it. He did something wrong, but it's not his fault. He did something wrong, but I also do wrong things. He did something wrong, but I'm going to be my own judge one day. Now there's another point. Just realize, you know what? You don't even know. So, so often we read into situations. I know I'm a king of that. You know, you don't have all the details. You don't have the full story. And you don't even know if he did what, what he did was wrong, therefore. And that might be the simplest shot sometimes in Donning Lekav's Chus, is just don't assume it was wrong. Okay. And then we, we, those were five ideas. We shared two ideas from Ritzi Meyer, which I'm going to review. Uh, the Tzadik Ritzi Meyer, one of the great lights of our generation. He said the idea is that the true way to see every Jew is if we look at a Jew um, realizing how Chashtavi is, so then, then it would be, right? He said, he, he writes like this, the Shorish to the T, I mean, he doesn't write, it's written in his name, but the Shorish for the Tikkun, for all Kas and all Kapatanas, right, is to see people, see how great Jews are. And if we're roaming our whole look at Jews, so then then it's just a totally different thing. Just like if we imagine someone we view with a lot of love and a lot of greatness, the negative things they do aren't so um, bolate or don't stand up to stand out to us so much. So T. Meyer says that's how you have to see Yidin in general. Okay, that was another type of machshava, which maybe works for some people. And then another idea we shared from him was, was that this is a very powerful idea, I find, is the idea that seeing negatively comes from a negative thing in you. And there's a lot, a lot of harchav in that, in the, the Hasidic Svarim, we're not going into it. But the way it hits me is sometimes, you know, uh, you know, sometimes like yeshivish guys, they're good at learning. So sometimes they dafka take their learning to this like place where they think they can say like sophisticated put downs on people, you know, and, 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 and they have sharp lines and your sharpness in Seicha, which of course, Kamara and learning is supposed to make a person sharper, but not to not to there um we spoke about that so but so the idea of Meyer says is when you're not judging positively don't think it's coming from this like sophisticated brilliant place and you're saying oh i i can put everybody in their place and i can be negative about them i'm so smart it's really coming from a weakness in you and it's coming from a shiftless in you it's coming from your your goof the neshama doesn't see negative things in others and they the neshama stands up for covet shemayim and the neshama has good hashkafas but the neshama is not looking to to be negative Definitely not. It's our lower parts which are coming to be negative. So Ruti Meyer, like, uh, put put the picture up a little bit. Okay, so those were seven ideas we had taught before about, we put them in the Machshava, the Donning Lakavs category, etc. You want to say something? I just wanted to add, I was speaking yesterday in Chavez with the Chashiva Rosh Hashiva here in Toronto about this sugi of, of, of Hakpada, and he mentioned to me, he said, I'll tell you something honest. He said, if I'm honest with myself, this is Rosh Hashiva talking, he said, if I'm honest with myself, I find that 95% of the time when I have tainas on Bacharim, that they're not growing, etc., it's really a self-reflection that I want to hold myself as being a, a big Tom Chacham and a Grace Mechanach and somebody who knows what they're doing, and I feel bad about myself that I'm failing. That's wow. if I'm honest with myself. That's uh, an oh, honest wow. reflection of a genuine Tom Wow, very powerful. Thank you. Amazing. Amazing. Okay, we can make a whole lot about that. Maybe we will. Okay, something to think about. You got to be honest. Okay, and then we spoke about very important. So that was really all Machshava, not meaning to, but well, this this I did mean to do. I, I, I did mean to move over to Dibur, right? 
but not to not necessarily to finish Machshava Dibur Maisa, but I didn't mean to get the Dibur, is the all-important idea, the magical idea of speaking, right? The Rambam, the Rechaim, the Revolba later advise us, not just advise, really, us, the Rambam obligates us. He's sitting with the Taina. The Rambam says you have to go over. Do not hate your friend in his heart. You have to go over to him. You have to tell him what's bothering him. You have to say it in a nice way. You have to say it in a good way. The Rambam said, don't bear it. Don't bear hate. Talk it out. And Revolba suggested even, you know, find things, get used to it and get good at it. But we, so basically it's like this. We see in the Rambam and the Orachayim how important it is in dealing with grudges, the idea of speaking. And in Revolva, we saw the practical guidance was really to get used to it by doing it every day. And for some of us, as, as was mentioned, some of the Chaverim said how difficult that is for them and how, how unusual it is for them and how, how, how much that's really where their Hakpatas are coming from because they're carrying all these things and, uh, and they're not speaking about them. And it's something that's really you have to get used to and you have to, you have to, uh, you have, just have to do it. And you have to get better at it. Like Revolva said, not Beshetsev Ketsev, not by being angry, not by unloading, um, not because, but in a careful way, in a thought out way, in a nice way, you have to get used to saying things. Please don't cut me in line. You know, I was just at the doctor. Don't, please don't cut. Who's first? Who's second? I'm not going to wait there all day. Oh, I can't say anything. And a lot of, like Revolva said sometimes, that the reason we don't want to do that is because we don't want to seem like that guy. I'm not vulnerable, you know, or I'm not, I'm not, that. I'll tell you uh, an interesting thing. Just, <laughs> I had a shower office. My niece got married on Wednesday, Miles Tough. Anyway, so Thursday we have shower office. Usually I have the biggest, uh, thank God, I have the biggest house in the family. So we have shower office usually in our house by the family smokers on, on that side of the family. Um, anyway, I can make some jokes now, but I'm not going to. So, but we have a certain point where we make a game. You know, a game with the chassan and the kala, and they have to sit opposite, etc. So I happened to get a new couch recently, a nice new leather couch, our first leather couch in thirty years, and uh, and everybody was sitting on top of the couch. You know, my my nieces and nephews and stuff, really, you know, to watch the game, they were there. So I, I noticed it right away when I, I was the MC of the game. You know, I act like a buffoon for the simchas chassan and kala, uh, and and I'm good at that. So so I. Um, so I noticed it and I didn't like it because it's a new couch and it like would displace it. And right after I finished the game, you know, I said, please, everybody, please, everybody get off the couch. It's a new couch. I mean, you can sit on the couch. Don't sit on top of the guy. If you get what I'm saying, the couch is like made this part where you're supposed to sit on the part where you're not supposed to sit on. When you sit on where you're not supposed to sit on it, 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 it hurts it. So I said, oh, so, you know, so what's going on? Why would I not say that? Right. Why would I not say that? Oh, because they'll say that uh, Uncle David is you know, gosh, me a stick or something, or he's a captain. But the truth is, I think the right thing is not nothing against my relatives, but you know, it's a new couch. Don't sit on the couch like that. It's obviously a new couch. It's a nice couch. It's, it's going to, it's going to hurt it. So, so often when we don't speak and again, that I didn't have a tie on them. Just, I'm just trying to illustrate this idea, which I know is a, a very new idea and a very difficult idea to many people catch yourself. The reason you're not saying something is not for the right reason. It's because you want to be seen by people a certain way and you're living in your self-image, you know, say, I'm a nice guy. I am a nice uncle, a f- nice uncle, a friendly uncle. You know what I mean? And and I truth is, I was I was proud of myself afterwards because, you know, I didn't like it. It was unnecessary. You know, it was hurting my couch. It's a new couch. You know, I'm not, not a very gosh, I'm a person. It was a very, very expensive couch, you know, whatever. After 30 years, we got a nice couch. You know, I don't I don't want it to get hurt. So what? Oh, no, I don't want to be that guy. Well, why do you want to be that guy? Is that what you feel like? Well, that is what I feel like. So, 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 
So what, what guy do I not want to be? The guy I'm not. I, that's, that's the guy I am. The guy I am doesn't think that people should be sitting in an inappropriate way on my new couch. That's who I am. You know what I mean? Maybe Revol, but maybe Revol Yasha wasn't like that. Maybe Revol Yasha was like that. You know, I mean, you don't know all the time. Maybe he didn't like. You know, I wouldn't. I wasn't yelling at people. I wasn't embarrassing anybody. I didn't make a scene in anything. I don't think I was inappropriate. But I said, you know, guys, please get off the couch. We get off the couch. Anyway, so that's a good example of 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 of, of a way. Now let let's say let's take that through again. I would have let them sit on the couch, right? Afterwards, I would have been upset. You know what? Why was why was Rachel and her husband sitting on my couch for like? you know on the top of the couch and and now i would notice it's a little dis- disfigured and i'd be upset about it i would have had a tina you know then and, and said just like nice and clean and that's it everybody loves me and they'll think about me what they think that's who i am i'm not saying anything wrong right again we're not saying we're not saying oh let's be clear we're not saying oh, i'm an angry guy so be angry i wasn't angry but i was clear and i was i was insistent i made my point you know, in a nice way, in a friendly way, in a clean way. You know, I waited until the game was over. I didn't want to interrupt the flow of the game. But then I said, guys, please get off the couch, you know. You see some, and, and realize that. So often it's not that. You know, you see someone doing something with one of your, one of your, one of your, uh, people have precious items. You have a computer. Someone's using, hey, please don't use a computer like that. Oh, one second. You're a Compton? No, I'm not a Compton. I have a computer. I use it. I would appreciate if, you know, please, you, you lend a book. Please make sure to give it back on time. You know what I mean? Like I tell people, I, I have a club. You borrow books. You borrow books. They shouldn't collect dust at the other person. Using it, you know, I don't want to collect. I don't want your books collecting dust by me. I don't want my, my books collecting dust by you. But okay, you have to know who you are. So that's Dibur, guys. So, that, so that's Dibur on Real Talk Off. And the other Nakuda uh, and Dibur we said was about breaking the ice, right? Remember that? There's, there's the direct, uh, there's the direct treating the grudge. And besides is the direct treating the grudge. Sometimes it's not about treating the grudge. Sometimes it's about when you, when you, let's say you can't talk about that exact thing or whatever, you don't know the words yet, or the person's not right. But sometimes you just have to keep the channels of communication open, keep talking. So, so you're not going to be upset at them. And also that has, even though you didn't discuss the specific thing, but when you speak to people, it does have this magical uh, way of, of diffusing negative feelings. Okay, so those two parts of Dibor. Want to be saying that? And if, uh, and by the way, I, I hadn't mentioned the Chazal yet, but there's really a, a Mishnah in Marcos, I believe, that says if you don't th- speak to someone three days out of uh, Kas, you're called a Sony, and you're called a hater. So it's not it's not a good thing not to speak to people that you're that you're upset about, and it's very you don't you don't want to have that category. I'm a Sony. I'm a hater. You know, no, I'm not a hater. I don't hate people. Well, if you don't speak to them, so Chazal said you are a hater. You know, so so you gotta you gotta talk to people. Okay, so just keep up conversation, even 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 if you can't. You know, even if you can't. Let's say they would have sat on the couch. I couldn't have said anything. Okay, now what? Now my job is next time I see them on Shabbos, where Shabbos you have roughly together. Make sure to go over to them. Hey guys, how you doing? What's going on? How's everything? Thank you for ruining my couch. All right? Yeah. Okay. Good. So that was the deeper part, and then then we found uh, Byron sent us. This amazing Rabbi Sorrel reminded me about Misa. Rabbi Sorrel said the way to get rid of Hakpada is by doing Misa, and he lived that himself, right? That young Eloi bothered his shir. He went over, he gave him a, gave him a copy, gave him some money. Why are you giving him money? Because he wanted to get rid of the Machshav Dibur. He wanted to get rid of the Hakpada. So we found, really, we found a lot of Machshava, a lot of Dibur, and a lot of Misa. And these are all going to be, and I want to emphasize again, to me, the machsh- it, you need all these different aspects. 
for a lot of different reasons, right? Not always can you do the Misa, not always there are people you can't speak to out there, right? So you have to develop the Makshava, but I would call Dibur and Misa as opposed to Makshava being more magical. Makshava, it's like, it's like CBT, it's like a therapy. It's, it takes a lot of work. It takes a lot of thinking, you know, it's, it's a lot of, it's working on yourself. And when you speak and you, when you speak and you act, it has a more magical nature of diffusion of bad feelings, okay? So now before we get to the next section, all these things, a person, you have to, you know, if you're taking this VOD seriously and we're saying a lot of good things, not my things, it's things I'm, you know, culling from, from other sources and from my own experience. It's no, it's no brilliance, but it, it is organized. And we're going to, you have to write a summary of these things. I think sometimes I do a disservice. I write a summary sometimes. Really, you want to take it seriously. You got to write your own summary and you have to refer to these things and you have to know what your go-to is. And you have to know how to, how do you develop these key ideas? Because it's only a summer. And we're trying to touch on a lot of different ideas. It takes a long time to get used to these ideas. It takes a long time to go into them, you know, more than just the week or two that we can spend on each idea. That's the, certainly, I think most of them work like that. Certainly a, a online VOD, but even a live VOD. When I was with Life, we never worked on things for one thing for months and months and months, like Revolver Rights. But it does take a long time, you know, to get used to things, to get, practice makes perfect and you have to really you know over the time we work on things you're touching them and you're hearing about them you're seeing them you're examining them but then you have to work with them for yourself we're we are filling a toolbox here i want everybody to walk out of summer with a toolbox against garages and akpada but it's your toolbox you have to you have to turn the screwdriver i mean i can't do that for you right and the ultimate decision about continuing to work on these things and these different means and methods up to each of you okay so now we go back with all that, we go back to something Machshava related. One of the most powerful tools, a quite a difficult tool, okay? Parshas Vayigash. Yosef finally reveals himself to his brothers. Really one of the most moving Parshios and Pumish, I believe. Vitinas Kolo Bibhi, Vishmu Mitzrayim, Vishmu Beis Paro, Vayomer Yosef Alechov, and Yosef, it's me. Hoda Vichai, Lo Yochlu Echov Lanoda Tokin of Alumipana. They couldn't believe it. Shot. After 22 years. Wow. Vayomer Yosef Alechov, Shuade Live, you go, should come close. He says, it's me. And Yosef is here. Machaitim otim mitzrayma. Va, vata, al teyatzvu. Va yicha beinechem. Don't worry about it. Ki machaitim oti heinu. Ki lemichil shlachani elokim lefnechem. You think you sent me? No. Rabonish won't send me. Don't worry about it. I'm here to establish a Jewish base in Mitzrayim and Goshen for the Gullus that's going to come. And this is all part of a master plan. There's, there's no food. God send me in front of you. In order to give you a, a place to be in the land. He says again, you have to know what all these repetitions are in Derek Hapshat. There's a lot to work on here, though. It's a real, it's a whole parsha, parshanut. No, you didn't send me. God sent me. 
Look who I am. I'm a father to Paro. I'm a master in his whole house. I'm in control of the whole Egyptian land. Now go to my father. Amazing. We speak about Yosef as the Mid of Tzadik. Yosef Tzadika. Svarim talking about Yosef being the Tzadik. And I think the common, the, the Pashib shot in Chazal's calling him a, the, the Tzadik is because of the mice with Potiphar, of course, they didn't fall to the temptation that was right in front of him day after day, etc. But to me, obviously I'm, I'm just saying to me, this Parsha is equal or more. To be able to see, you understand, it's like an easy thing to say when you think, of, what's he talking about? He, he went, he was treated like an enemy, thrown into a pit, almost killed, could have been killed, sold to the Midianim, to this one, to that one, ends up in Egypt in a hellhole, away from his father, away from his away from his family for years and years and years and years and years and a hellhole. And he has a perception to look at those people the first time and says, wasn't you? There's a bonus show. And the love and the uh, emuna, the faith and hashkacha to see through everything is just, it's, it's astounding. Really, it's astounding. It's important sometimes I just want to say as a side point, it's very important to get chizik from the etzim chumish sometimes. You know, we're so used to saying vortim and pshatim and mahalchim and questions. And answer them just one second. You know, there are questions there. Why do I say so many times? What's each one? Good. But what's going on here? Look at this person. Look who this person is. And that's something you say, like, who says Avram was so big? Who says Yitzchak was so big? I don't have that question by Yosef. You know what I'm saying? Look at it. Look at who he was. This is not him got him owed. I don't know anybody like that. He's an Adam The Pasuk is made that he's saying again and again, you didn't do it. It was Elohim. Okay. So here we see Rabosai vividly, our next place to work. Yeah. Of course, we can't we can't finish the summer without getting into this point. Is Bitachon. We didn't we didn't say it at all yet. Yeah, it's pretty good. We got through seven weeks of this topic without saying that, which a lot of people go straight to it. Bitachon, right? People are messengers. When we have tightness on people, we're announcing that we don't really believe that. Right? I'm mad at you because it's you. But really, we are attacking the messenger. Okay? We all have, Yosef has to be a dogma to all of us to see that the Rabboni Shalom is behind our life. And if he could say it on his things, we could say it a little bit on our things. It's a challenge. That's why we're here. I'm not giving you a musashmus. We're here to work. I'm here to work uh, together. Right, and I think there there are two steps again, just in terms of hakpada. And really, one listen well, one would be enough to to get rid of the hakpada. But I think we don't have that one well enough, so we have to work with another one. Allow me to elucidate. The first step is for sure that it's from Hashem, right? What's in get to this person? You know, what I mean, like a, a person stubs his hand. Oh, I'm gonna hit the I'm gonna hit the table. My grandfather, all of a shalom. He used to always say, if I would fall, he would say, you would like hit the floor, the bad floor. It was a joke, you know, it was a cute joke. He would do it many, many times. The person hits his hand. So we know, I believe that Zion. If you hit your hand, right? And not, we're not talking about your poshea, right? But a person, the person's reckless. We don't say this, but you weren't reckless, right? Going about your day in a normal way. 
you hit your head, you weren't being reckless. That's where the Bronishom, that's Yisurim. Right? So, so really, a big Maimon will see what people are doing to him also through that. Now that should be enough. But I think we need another aspect in order to turn, again, I'm not talking about Avodas Abitachon. My perception of Avodas Hakpada, most of us, including me, won't be strong enough with that. So I think we have to put in something else which will help us together with the Bitachon. Okay, that's the package that I believe will work. Maybe some, maybe those out there will say, no, I don't need that. Just the Bitachon alone can be effective. If so, right? But I think the other thing is to realize everything is for the best. Hashem loves us. In Eshatara, we used to say, I think, in fact, uh, Herschel, Shlita used to say, obviously from Reb Noach, if it could be any better, it would be. If it could, and those who know Reb Noach know how much of a Maimon he was and how much Pitachon, really one of the most beautiful aspects of Esh, uh, in, in my mind, is the Bitachon, which runs through the whole organization. Um, the statements like this that Reb Noach really put in to them and uh, to the to the Esh people. If it could be any better, it would be. What does it mean if it could be any better? It would be. Right now, I have the situation I need best for my Shlemus. Now, we are very weak these days. The Chazanish said 70 years ago to Rav Vosner that Berach, I don't know the exact Lashem, but he said, it's a good door. It's a, it's a good generation. I believe that also is, a, this is what I believe also. I mean, but it's a good generation. There's so much beauty in the generation, but it's a weak generation. People don't want to work so much today, right? Now, you said that 70 years ago. So today, you know, <laughs> you know, today it's everything is about microaggressions. You know, Western countries particularly afflicted. You know, we're going to get knocked by China if we don't get our act together. You know, it doesn't, it doesn't work, this microaggression, all this stuff. The Western countries are really in danger, really in danger. You know what I mean? The Russian runs the world, so I'm not so nervous. But if you look at what China is becoming and where America is going, it's not pretty. It's not pretty. But anyway, but I'm saying that in terms of our work. We have to believe and remind ourselves that difficulties are good and send from Hashem to build us, to help us, to give us kapara, to keep us straight. For Brebda, a little bit, of, unfortunately, a forgotten person uh, today, but there was a great uh, Rav I used to hear. Brebda, he's written a bunch of swarm, he's a big buck in uh, Taurus Hagra. He put out Shir Shirim, he put out uh, a lot of stuff. But he said, I heard him saying it, I don't know if I heard him live, I did. I was okay to hear him live a few times, but it could be on the tape I heard him, but I definitely heard him live or on tape saying that he had great rebellion. You know, he was in Panovich and he was around the stipend, he was around big people. The greatest rebbe he had was of Chatzka Levinstein, Mashkiach of Panovich Yeshiva, because he, he used to take him to task. He was tough on him. And looking back, he saw what really got him to grow was that someone took him to task. You know, we call tough love. You know, we want people, to, I'm also like that, believe me. We want people to pump us up all the time, tell us how great we are, right? But that's not the path towards greatness. I want to give a very, very powerful um, example of this. And I think it's, uh, it's, it's a, a raya shenala tshuva, a proof that has no answer, right? Now, I don't know if you guys know, there's a sport called tennis, Okay. You take a racket, you hit it back, you play on grass, you play on clay. I used to play on clay. I had a friend who had a clay court. It was a pleasure. Yeah, you slide. Most people play on, on, on hard, a hard surface, okay? Most American courts are on hard surfaces. 
God bless all the courts. Okay, and, and you play. Now, some people get very, very good at this game, and they become professionals. Some people make a lot, a lot of money becoming professionals, millionaires, or big millionaires, okay? I one time check, I noticed that all the players live in Monte Carlo. I'm like, why do they live in Monte Carlo? So I saw someone said, because they, they, most players have like from, you know, 22 to 35, they, they have a 13-year window to make money. And Monte Carlo is, is like tax. It's like a little bit of a tax bubble or something. And they don't want to get taxed on their income tax. I mean, legally, legally. It's, you know, and, and they're traveling a lot anyway. So, they, so that's why they have homes in Monte Carlo. They live there enough days to be in Monte Carlo. And they avoid their taxes because they know by the time they're 33, 34, well, 32, they're, they're finished. Okay, good. So you learn something about tennis players. Now, to be a top, it's interesting. As opposed to organized sports, baseball, basketball, et cetera, where you're part of a team and you get everything through the team. Tennis is an individual sport, right? A little bit of a little bit of team here and there, but basic it's individual sport. That means you're paying for everything yourself, right? It, you're paying for flights yourself, you're paying for for planes yourself, right? It could be the rackets and the the what you wear is sponsored because that's an advertisement. But generally you're paying. You're paying. Now, where's he going with this? You're wondering. You pay for coaching. You can't be a top player today if you don't have great coaching. Now, imagine this. You pay some guy $10,000 a month. I'm just throwing that out. I don't really know what the number is, right? But it's a lot. You can imagine, right? You really want to, I'm, I'm top 50 and I want to go top 20. That's my goal, right, for the year. I'm top 50 player, top 60. I was, you know, natural talent decided, but, I, you know, I don't want to go there. I want to be, I want to be a top 20, top 30. I got to get a good coach. So imagine the coach is like this. You know what? I say, how do I play? How's your forehand? Awesome. How's your backhand? Terrific. How's my drop shot? Couldn't be better. How do I do with the net? Amazing. Yeah. How's my serve? Mitsuyan. How's my second serve? Perfect. Right. How's my uh, mid-range shot? Excellent. How's the speed? How's the top spin? Everything's great. Good. You're just awesome. I love you. It's so, it's so fun to be your coach. What would you do with such a coach? You fire him in a second. I didn't, I didn't, I'm not paying $10,000 for you to pump my ego. I want you to tell me where my game is wrong and help me get better at it. Isn't that obvious? It's obvious, right? And just and if anybody has anything, you, if, if it's if your thing is art, if it's anywhere in sports, coaches are there. They have to know when to give you a good feeling, also, obviously. But basically, you know, to a larger extent, you're getting the coach to show you what you're doing wrong and to help you improve on it. I yes, know how to improve also, but that's the things you're paying for. It's so obvious. I mean, it's obvious. People pay for mentors. People pay, you know, you're not paying a mentor to pump you up all the time. They maybe have to say it in a nice way. Okay, but that's the point. So now you're paying for Bikurit, right? Yeah. Your second serve stinks, you know. Your drop shot is okay, but it's not not competitive. You're not going to win Wimbledon with that serve, buddy. You know, let's think how we can get, how can we get your serve? Okay, good. Let's do it. Yeah. So now when it comes to self-improvement, we don't want to hear anything. It's very interesting. It's just, it's, it's just a very... It's a very good uh, you know, Hashem, you have to use these Mishalom, by the way, right? Why do you use these Mishalom or Bosai? Because you're supposed to. You know why? Because the Pasuk says, if you look for wisdom like you look for money, then you'll get it. And so I forgot exactly, but I believe the Chavetz Chaim said that I have 80 Mishalom on that Pasuk, right? And he said, but I'm not like Rabbi Sorrel Salantu, I had 250 or 400, I forgot. Can you imagine? Ruby Stroll had two, at least 250 pictures in his head of how people work for money, and he tried to transfer those to, to the real world. That's how we have to use what we see in the real world. I'm happy I know what tennis is. I can give you guys such a marshal. And you all have to find those such a in your life for your chamaim and things like that. And 
that's what it says. It's the pasuk. If you if you look for it like money, you'll find it. So you know, hard work, all these things, you got to get mishalom in your head. Anyway, so so that's a powerful mushroom. So applying that to this, what's the picture I'm trying to get to, right? We're going to finish in another four or five minutes. We have to have bitachon, the things that are coming from Hashem, right? And not get stuck in the messenger and see that it's really for our good, right? And see that these things, that these, these difficulties we have are going to be there for our good. And through that, now, what's, the, what's going to be the end game of that? I won't have tainas on this person, right? It's, it's a big work, I know. Right, we took a big travel through Machshava, through Dibur, through Maisa. Now we go back to a new place, right? Called Bitachon, right? This person, let's think about it. Really, the guy you're upset at, he might be Dafka, messenger of good things for you. You know, he said something to you. Maybe you're full of gaiva, and he said something to you that deflates you a little bit. Let's say, like, let, 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 just he deflated me. You know what I'm saying? He, he came and he's deflated me, said something nasty. You know what? Maybe the Rabbanu Shalom realizes you're heading to a path of gaiva and you're starting to believe in yourself too much in a not healthy way and you're full of yourself. And now this guy deflated you a little bit and it's straight from the Rabbanu Shalom, so you won't be full of gaiva. Some other thing is happening. You know, it's all, it's, it, it, it's all for tikkunim, okay? So that's, that's the picture of bitachon, okay? Everybody knows what I'm talking about. You have to have the picture of Yosef. And that's, again, I just repeat and I finish that really just working with the fact that it's from Hashem would be enough, but it could be our, we're not, that's not strong enough on its own. So I think if we put that together, that was my chiddush, if we put that together with the fact that it's for my best interest, and this guy's really, he's there to help me. Now he doesn't necessarily realize, okay, he might have his own cheshbonus, he's going to have to do his own din becheshbon. That's his, that's his cheshbon. But in terms of me, how do I look at it? He's a messenger from Hashem. To be metakim, me is a messenger from Hashem to get me. Maybe the Yisurim itself is a tikkun for me. Yisurim mechaprim miodeh, right? Im kamalayim reim tishman aznai. Yeah, let me hear. Let me hear. Let me let me see. Okay, so both say we said plenty today. We did a review of of the last seven weeks, but we took went further into this, and I think the Kabbalah for this week is like this. So we want to try again. We're building our toolbox. It could be you very much like the idea of Misa, like the Dibur, do that also, but do this, okay, to keep building. Take up what do you have, you know, something that you're still holding, if it's if it develops over the week or something you have right now, and see, can I melt it through thinking about these things? Keep trying over the week, you know what I mean? Be tachon, it's for my best, how's it for my best, maybe? See, see if it could work for you. Right. If you don't have, if you if you have no hakpadas left, okay. So that Baruch Hashem, we have to figure out what to do. But but assuming you still have something, I was thinking about someone I'm upset about. You know that someone I realize a certain person I have a certain upsetness at him. You know, so it's uh, I don't know it's someone I can exactly speak to. And I think I want to try this. I'm going to try this bli nether over the week. Try that through bitachon. Hashem is running the world. If it could be any better, it would be through His love. He's giving me this thing. It might not feel good. I like comfort. I'd rather just be comfortable my whole life. I'd rather be decadent, but I know that I have to work just like the tennis player knows. He's not going to be a great tennis player without, without fixing his game. I have to fix my game. And sometimes I don't always know how to fix my game. And this person who's being negative to me might be Dafka, the messenger I need to, 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 to help me not to feel gaiva, not to get full of myself, uh, maybe to have the serum and 10 other things. 
And, I, and through that, I want to try to, you know, I want to see where I can go with that. Okay? So that's our task for this week. I look forward to meeting again next week. I imagine two weeks will be Shabbos or Batamas. Probably one week. So next week we'll we meet and then we'll have a break. And everybody should have a good week with a lot of Hatzlacha and all in Yanim. Shalom, shalom. Kodesh Tov. Yeah.